I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When I hear the term pretty for a black girl, it doesn't make me think of anything positive, really. Because when someone says that, then you're implying that black women as a whole are inferior and are the less attractive race of women. And so for you to find one of us pretty or beautiful is, you know, we should take that as a compliment because, you know, we're viewed as less than. So that's pretty much what I think of when I hear the term pretty for a black girl, which is very unfortunate. I'm pretty for a black girl. Make sure you follow me on whatever platform you listen to your podcast. Apple and Spotify listeners, rate me and leave me a review, please. Pretty for a black girl. Most people are like, what? When they hear that, why is that the name of your show? What does that mean? Pretty for a black girl. For me... Growing up, um, I'm from L.A., but I also lived in Rancho Cucamonga. And Rancho Cucamonga was pretty diverse um, for me. Um, I lived in nice areas, nice neighborhoods, suburbs, you know, a lot of everything. You know, I went to school. I had Hispanic friends. I had Asian friends. I had white friends. Um, You know, I didn't really see color growing up as a kid. But there are a lot of things that I look back on now and I'm perplexed because I feel like people were treating me like I was the exception to the rule when it came to how black people should um, carry themselves or just black people in general and what people assumed about them or what they created in their head in regards to what a black person should be and how they should sound and how they should talk and how they should walk. So for me growing up, um, I always, you know, I was a people person. It wasn't hard for me to fit in. I was very quiet as a kid. 
um, really reserved. Um, I stayed close to my mom. I wasn't like, you know, outside all the time or, you know, I had friends, but like not a lot of friends. But, you know, I knew enough people. And growing up, my parents just taught me to accept accept people for who they were or, you know, don't judge people. Or I didn't really know color growing up like that wasn't a thing for me. And again, I was probably, I don't know, between eight and 10, I would say, around the time I was I was living in Rancho Cucamonga. And I was a Girl Scout, you know, only black girl on the troop, didn't realize, on the cross-country team, only black girl on the cross-country team didn't really bother me because it was never a thing. But over the years, I realized uh, once I experienced a lot more life, just looking back on things and realizing that people were prejudging me and they were surprised when I wasn't what they thought I was or what my, when my parents weren't what they thought they were going to be or surprised that I had a two parent household because apparently that's not a thing for black people. Um, I experienced a lot of underhanded um, racism that I didn't know even existed. And the first time I heard pretty for a black girl was Actually, I was a Girl Scout and we were at a camp thing that, you know, they do every year with Girl Scouts. And I heard this lady in the bathroom, you know, I'm washing my hands or whatever, getting ready to go back. And she says, oh, she's such a pretty little black girl. And I was kind of like, wow, it's a little rude, you know, but in the back of my mind, I was still thinking like, what? And that just made me feel like, what do you mean? Oh, I'm a pretty little black. Like, what does that mean? Like black girls can't be pretty and you're surprised that I am. Even as a child, it was kind of shocking for me. I was like, um, okay. And I, I went back and I didn't really say anything. And then I asked my mom later, like, mom, this lady in the bathroom said I was a pretty little black girl. Like, what is, what does she mean by that? And my mom was just like, girl, you know, some people are ignorant. And that's she just left it at that. Fast forward 10 years, maybe, you know, I started dating and I date who I want to date. Like I've dated, you know, a lot of different ethnicities or a lot of different people. And I was dating an Armenian guy and we were having a conversation. And he was telling me how I couldn't wear my hair like that or I couldn't wear braids in my hair to meet his parents because they weren't going to approve of that. And I was like, what? And I said, what do they have a problem with natural hairstyles? No, but you can't like, you can't wear your hair like that. Like my mom's going to freak. What does your mom have to do with my braids? Because this is natural for me. This is who I am. And so we get into the conversation of me being black as an issue, you know, with me dating him. Like, so your parents have a problem with you dating black people? My parents don't have a problem dating with me dating black people. I said, so your parents have a problem with you dating a black girl that embraces her heritage? Because this is a natural hairstyle. This is something that we wear. 
So as long as I have the long weave hair or the extensions or, you know, whatever else you feel like is appropriate for me to be an acceptable black girl, that's okay. But the minute I put my natural hair, you know, in in braids or do whatever you feel like is inappropriate, then I'm not presentable for your parents. And that's when I realized that I need to date black men, because why is this? conversation even happening right now in regards to the way that I wear my hair and represent myself and my heritage this is something natural for me this is what my people do so what's the problem so as long as I look presentable to your culture I'm okay but the minute I get too black it's not okay um So that just kind of opened another door for me. And I started realizing that I need to date somebody that understands where I come from and my heritage and my history. And just that amongst other things, growing up, I felt like um, in my later 20s, you know, when you start experiencing life and noticing other things that you didn't really notice before, It just opens another set of eyes. Well, at least it did for me. Um, And it just made me see how much America hated the black man and how much they wanted to put them down and how much they beat them down and how they were just prejudging black men for absolutely no reason. And we're dying on in the middle of streets and at traffic stops and, you know, just walk into the store because of the way that we look. And people are deciding who we are based off of what their perception of us is. And that just made me realize that, first of all, I need to protect my people. um, And I just need to stick with my tribe. And it just kind of... um pointing me in a different direction when it came to black people, you know, pretty for a black girl. It's almost like using the word nigger, you know, that's such a controversial word and it's still up for debate whether you should be using it or you shouldn't be using it, you know, but I feel like we as a whole and we as a people, we took that and we flipped it into something positive and empowering for us. We turned that into something important and meaningful for our culture, you know, we we took the anger and the negativity from the word, and I feel like it took the power away from the people who used it um, to be malicious and to hurt us. So I wanted to do the same thing in a different light. When it came to Pretty for a Black Girl with my show, I I highlight black excellence and I highlight positive things in the black community. And black people are whatever we want to be. We don't have to be put in a box. We don't have to be a certain way or live a certain way or do certain things because that's what is expected of us. We are everything. We are progressive. We are leaders. We are our own support system because nobody understands us like we understand us.
And I felt like it was important for me to give a platform to the misunderstood black community. So pretty for a black girl. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like a, a shock when you first hear it or read it or, you know, but it sparks something in people and they want to know more. And that was the purpose of me creating this podcast. Um, I wanted I wanted to give us a voice. And not only with this phrase, pretty for a black girl, but also just in general, you know, I want us to whatever negativity stems from being black or being a black person or whatever, you know, the negative perceptions of us are, I, I want to break down those barriers. And I want to take away that power from whoever else feels like um, they're hurting, you know, our community with slander or these backhanded compliments, you know, just open people, open people's eyes to who we are. And I want people to us in particular to know that we are more than someone else's perception of us. And especially, especially empower the black woman. We're pretty intelligent. We're pretty determined. We're pretty powerful. We are beautiful. We are strong and we are everything. And I always want us to remember that. So the next time you hear you're pretty for a black girl, you are. And you're pretty because you're a black girl. Y'all be blessed. When I hear people say you're pretty for a black girl, I hear Black women aren't beautiful, but you're the exception. I'm pretty for a black girl. Make sure you follow me on whatever platform you listen to your podcast. Apple and Spotify listeners, rate me and leave me a review, please. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.